So welcome to the Creative Business Brain podcast. My name's Helen Knight and today I'm going to welcome Mark Hannafin from Ireland. Hi Mark. <laughs> Hi guys. Hi Helen. Thank you so much for having me. Oh you're very welcome. Um, so today obviously I want to find out all about you, uh, find out about your design business. So could you give everyone just a quick overview of what you do and kind of the stage you're at with your business at the moment? Of course. Um, so I'm based in Ireland and I am a logo and brand identity designer to be specific. Yeah. <laughs> um, so mostly I just help people with their visual, the visual language of their business. So how the colors, typography, uh, imagery, any okay. animations, logos, especially then probably would be where I specialize in I'd say yeah <laughs> um, yeah that's cool. uh, and how long have you been running a business for in, in Ireland um well yeah I've been running the business for the last year yeah almost almost a year now like I want to say I'm gonna say full-time but like it's just been taking it more serious over the last year but I've been graphic designer for the last three years over three years now so I've been yeah, that's great. Trying to learn and upskill <laughs> all the yeah. time, you know how it is. Oh, there's lots to learn. Um, what, <laughs> what areas um, do you prefer to work in? So is it just, did you say branding, logos, mm -hmm. that kind of thing? Yeah. Yeah. Right, excellent. And um, at the moment then, on your journey so far, um, what, what's been like the highlights of your business so far? Yeah, well, my last, my last clients were, were amazing. Um, they were like the perfect clients. They wanted anything that I suggested. They were like, "Yeah, that sounds great." And they were, they were just like, "You're the designer. Tell us how it works." And yeah. it just went so smoothly. And they were, they were so great. They paid me on time. It was just like everything you could ask for in a, in a perfect client that was there. So that was like a really enjoyable experience. And they were really into personal development, and that's what their brand was all about. And, it, yeah. was, it was just, a, it was just so positive, like grateful all the time. And it was such a nice feeling. And I was like, wow, yeah, I want more of this kind of clients. Yeah. Um, my highlight would be as well, last year, this was the biggest highlight, was that I was able to move in with my girlfriend to this apartment. This oh, is we're in the centre of Dublin. Uh, it's a really expensive city, if anybody doesn't know that. It's just crazy expensive. So the fact that I can be here, and support myself with my design income is it's kind of like a dream come true in many ways and it was kind of like a goal that i had yeah fantastic year or so so yeah that's that was my biggest highlight last year definitely yeah yeah cool i'd love to go to um to ireland and to dublin yeah i'd love to go so yeah it's, it's a lovely where, city yeah you have to tell me where to go when when we're allowed to travel again <laughs> Absolutely, yeah. not a problem. I'd love to. I'd love to show you around. Oh, brilliant! Cool. So well done. Um, so Thank what's you. the plan? What's the plan then from now on? Have you got a plan of like growing your business, or have you got? Are yeah. you getting a team, or what's what's the plan? Yeah, I mean, right now, I'm I'm looking to really expand my business and learn as much as I can. Find out, you know, I'm at that stage where my website and stuff is all being updated doing a total rebrand because my website when i created i created it on wix and it's it was like it's a portfolio website so it's just 
me about me and my work yeah. and now i need my business need a business website there i can you know have an email list where i can start to have products and sell things and where i can show not just show my work as well you know um so right now i'm kind of transitioning into that and also trying to learn a lot about strategy so i can start to bring the brand strategy elements in because i love helping my clients and i love i want to make sure that they have the best looking um business out there mm -hmm. um but yeah i was one of my clients was like he told me as he was as i was designing it and i was doing it that he's probably going to change it um and i was just like okay <laughs> thanks <laughs> what was the reason <laughs> what, um, what were you worried about i had the word death so it was the great Al atlantic way and he didn't like the word there. He just wanted the Atlant uh, Atlantic way. So I was, and it was in a nice font and a nice layout. And I was just like, he's like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I know, I know that like design, like when you can design things, and even though I give a style guide and I show them how to use it, my last clients I even did video tutorials on how to use Canva, but they still. They don't always like they can kind of screw it up and i don't i don't mean that in a bad way they just they take what you've done and they try to adapt it and they just they either don't understand or they just forget to use certain elements and yeah. it just it kind of becomes a monster on under of mishmash of things so yeah. <laughs> i think for me it's like i want to provide a with strategy that's right trying to provide something that is really really hugely beneficial to them something that they can focus on like i'm really only new into to brand strategy as well so i'm really excited to try and learn as much as i can and develop that um yeah. excellent cool yeah i think um i think most designers can relate to that you know where where you do something spend hours and hours on it and then yeah. and then you notice something like maybe it might not be either a few months down the line you take a look back at one of your clients uh, websites or something mm -hmm. and you're like what on earth have they done to that <laughs> yeah. yeah yeah i've uh, i've definitely experienced that <laughs> um so yeah I'm, i wonder if there is something that you could do to help them <laughs> stay on track a bit more <laughs> even like with a guy sometimes it that just doesn't help because some people don't relate to like written things like sometimes it helps if it's a video or yeah something. yeah so you experimenting with that at the moment yeah i mean i actually really enjoyed doing the canva kind of training for them and i showed them how to make facebook posts and instagram stories because they weren't very technically minded they, they they knew how to get on to facebook they knew how to post but they didn't know how to use canva and how to put things together and how to put an image and then have something on top of it and then have their logo on top of that with some text on top of it and it was just like it was almost like oh, what <laughs> so, <laughs> overkill yeah <laughs> yeah so i was like don't worry don't worry i'm explaining it and i talk you through the process and i have like four or five videos where yeah. i create things and i show them how to use it and then they have a style guide as well so it was yeah. fun and i enjoyed it and i think it's probably something i would look into because to doing for even again, just in general, like called Canva training, because I was talking to a designer and he was like, I needed that product two months ago for my clients because he was using oh. he was in Canva and he didn't have uh, 
he didn't he hated it so i was like wow if i had had that product other designers could use it and i never thought about that before until he said it yeah other designers might actually like that product if they're in a rush because mm -hmm. i know every other designer can use photoshop and illustrator and all the big programs to make their designs yeah. look fantastic but i think for clients canva is like the most technical thing they can use so yeah, totally. <laughs> I agree. obviously you could talk about that in your in your content and stuff like that you could talk about how like the struggles when you've had even when you've had something done and you're left with with kind of all the pieces and you don't quite know what to do mm. with it <laughs> yeah yeah absolutely yeah that's really cool I love that okay and obviously you could always give them different options as well so you could either you know you could maybe buy this course or whatever it was or you could um obviously um just carry on working with you at a set fee or yeah you could give them two different options yeah absolutely mm. um, i haven't been talked that far ahead but that's definitely an option yeah, <laughs> I definitely. Can do that, yeah. <laughs> cool um so are there are there any other kind of things that you've come across that are like struggles or just like little hurdles that you've had to get over yeah, I mean, little hurdles wouldn't be <laughs> wouldn't be the word. There's been smaller <laughs> hurdles. There's been big hurdles. There's been this whole like we're having some interesting conversations recently around imposter syndrome and you know, yeah, learning from these failures that we've had and um, been trying to think about those things, mm -hmm. creating content now around my failures and what I learned from those and yeah, how that can good. help other and younger designers because when I started I had nobody first of all I didn't know anybody who was a designer I didn't have anybody in my family or extended family who worked for themselves so I come like all of my family knew was working in like a government job where they got paid a salary and they had holidays and that was it yeah I can <laughs> so, relate to that <laughs> yeah so, so for me it was like where do I go how do I start and what do I do? So there was so much, so many hurdles to get over, even just getting started and, you know, thinking about marketing, thinking about paying taxes, thinking about um, how am I going to find clients and how am I going to deal with, with clients and communication is, is, is a big thing. And I've had some like big miss-ups with miscommunication a lot on my part, but um. I've learned from those things. Um, yeah. So you mean when you first um, start talking to clients about what they really need and what they want, and yeah, kind of yeah, the initial kind of consultation that you do. Yeah, like I learned that um, clients will say a word that might not mean that word, like yeah, clients said they wanted <laughs> a logo redesign, and I was like, okay, cool, let's do a logo redesign, and then figured out that it wasn't a local redesign I wanted they just wanted their logo tweaked and like, they didn't want that I was like okay that's totally different <laughs> <laughs> yeah talking the same language is yeah that's definitely a challenge at first especially if they're if they've never worked with a designer mm -hmm. yeah absolutely yeah so and I, I didn't know the lingo as well so it's like I was like I was assuming they knew what I was thinking but it didn't happen and that that conversation, that logo does re rebrand, redesign went terribly. Um, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's just god awful. I don't even want to think about it. <laughs> yeah, don't worry, we don't have to talk about that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't, I don't, I don't mind. I don't mind sharing. Uh, <laughs> okay, so, um, so 
I mean, everyone has, especially when you're new in, in building your own business, everyone goes through that. But especially if you've never had a, a guide or a mentor or anybody to help you, it's, it is a lot of trial and error, isn't it, at, at the beginning? And obviously you're, you're probably a bit nervous and you're probably a bit anxious about it all because you've never done it on your own before. You know, it's a whole different ball game doing it for yourself than it is working for an, for an agency or um, in-house. Um, yeah, you've got to be brave and you've got to have courage. <laughs> you've got to be brave. And I was thinking yeah. about it the other day. I was like, how did I, how did I ever look my first client in the eye after like maybe three, four months using Adobe Illustrator and say, yes, I'm a graphic designer. I can do what you're asking me to do. <laughs> so I don't know how, I don't know how I managed to say yes, but I just, <laughs> uh, I don't know. The opportunity was placed in front of me and I just said, you know what? Yeah, I can do it for you. Sure. Let's, let's go with it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, a few weeks later, I was charging, charging money for it, but it was like, it was exciting and I was terrifying at the same time. And it was just like, yeah. what if I get it wrong? And I was just so, and I remember when I started, like, I didn't know how to price things. I didn't know how to get invoices. Just, I remember my first client, she's like, oh, you're a graphic designer. You have you have invoices and everything ready to go, yeah? And I just looked at her and I nodded my head. I was like, yep, I, I had no clue. I was like, what's an invoice? That's so funny. <laughs> so I had to go, like, uh, go home searching what's an invoice, trying to text people and I was like emailing emailing old lecturers being like how do you price logo design or you know, pdfs and I was like and it was just crazy and then thankfully she was really she was really nice she was really helpful yeah um, she had her own marketing business and it, it went really well so I was, well, I was happy, happy well with that. but it was just it was just terrifying I think back to it, it was like, how did I even say yes like yeah well well done because <laughs> sometimes it is just a big leap and then a lot of the things mm. aren't essential straight away like sometimes you can take a big leap and then you can work out the details like if there's you know some things aren't essential that you know straight away I mean it's not it doesn't take long to work out how to do an invoice you know things like that aren't yeah. it's not a massive deal really even though it feels like it is at the time obviously because you've never done it it's not you know it's something that you can work out you can look up how to do it so it's not a big deal but um yeah it's, I, I totally can remember that being at that stage when I was at, like I think I was about 23 um and I remember just being petrified <laughs> I mean being really scared um of like you say of doing things wrong and I don't think you can really do things wrong because um you know if if things aren't quite right you can always fix them you know, you've got to stop giving yourself such a hard time and, you know, think to yourself, okay, if, if I haven't got it right for the first time, it doesn't matter, I can fix it. And there are always, there are always other things I can do to make things better again, you know, to, to give them more options or whatever it is that needs to fix it and you can sort it. It doesn't mean that, okay, I failed, that's it. You know, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not about that at all. It's about a process. Yeah. yeah, and you learn you learn so much mm -hmm. from from those moments. Like when I when I failed, I look like one of the first projects I really failed at was actually one of the first logos. It was that logo redesign? We I tried it, didn't listen to the client, and then it went horribly wrong. And we tried it again, and she still wasn't happy. And and then we just we just left it. It was just like, and I felt devastated afterwards. Mm -hmm. And but after that, I learned. I was just like, okay. I knew what I did wrong. I was like, I didn't communicate well enough with this client. I didn't listen well enough. And so I was like, I need to now, what I did then was I need, 
I went and I found how to ask more questions, how to communicate better. I just started to really ask questions. And, and I, I got to a point where I was like, if after a call I still didn't understand, I would send them an email with a brief and this, or like the breakdown of our talk. And then I'd have, a, and now I have a brief of our clients so that they know what I'm doing. Yeah. And, so, and I know yeah. what I'm doing. Yeah. So it's like so straightforward. This yeah. is like almost, you know, piece by piece. This is this is how I start. This is how I, how I, I go about it. This is how I finish. Yeah, um, definitely. And I, had I not had that experience, like had I not had that terrifying, scary failure, that we would, I maybe never would have learned how to do those kinds of things. We probably would have at some point, but that almost like catapulted me forward into like having to learn how to be better at communication and. Yeah. It's still one of my biggest fears. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think um, I think you're right. I think um, especially when you're a designer, you, you, I don't know. It seems to be a common thing that designers, because you're you spend so much time on your own, and probably when you were younger, you've probably spent a lot of time on your own learning, like drawing and stuff like that. It's all very kind of introverted activities where you're just on your own doing stuff. So mm. um, it's really common that you know the communication side. It's like gradually comes later as you as you you know get into um, interacting more with people and and if you have a business obviously it's it's so crucial to learn those skills um, and I find that as, as long as you're you're asking uh, the right kind of questions and then you're repeating back to them what they've told you so you can even do that even in in the phone conversation or the Zoom conversation that you have you know repeat back what they've told you and make sure that it is clear and that you've got it right so just confirming those details then um, yeah that really helps I find that really helps and um, even when I'm talking to people now I do it all the time and just say right okay if I understand this right you, you want this this and this yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah and just yeah make sure it's really clear and it's good that you obviously Absolutely. follow up follow up with an email that's really good excellent yeah yeah well done <laughs> well, thank you <laughs> So, um, so yeah, is there anything else that you feel you need help with at the moment with your business? You maybe want a few tips on today? Um, yeah, I mean, like, for me, I, like I said, I'm at this stage where I'm transitioning and I'm, like, trying to find, like, how to pick how to pick a niche and how to pick an industry. Because, like, I am a, I'm a logo and brand identity designer, but it's like, how do I, how do I be different? And, you know, is that being, is it being different? Is being, is picking an in, a specific industry different enough? Or should I try to be like, position myself as someone who's unique in a specific industry, say uh, beauty industry or construction industry, whatever it might be. Yeah, well, I, I think, um, I mean, the way that I usually work with helping people um, position themselves as being totally unique and different and standing alone it's a it's kind of like um, creating your own niche if that makes sense so it's like yeah. not because it seems to be a real trend at the minute where um, you're either a graphic designer or a brand strategist or you know something like that and it's all the same kind of industry lingo yeah. you know what I mean but if you create something that's totally not been heard before it creates a lot of curiosity <laughs> And it also helps people, you know, it makes people go, oh, that sounds interesting. What's that then? So I call myself a creative leads consultant um, because that um, for graphic designers. So I, I position myself as somebody for that particular niche. And I also 
obviously highlight the main thing that, that graphic designers need. So graphic designers need leads because they have no idea. Most graphic designers have no idea how to get their clients. Um, so that's how I position myself. Does that make sense? Yeah, no, it does. Absolutely. So, yeah. Um, and there's different ways you can um, position yourself. Obviously, you, you want a title, but you also want um, you also want like a strap line uh, for your profiles and things like that as well. So, yeah, there's two two main things to think about. Um, but if you have a look on mine, you'll get a good idea. <laughs> <It'll> <laughs> All give, right. Yeah, give you a good idea. Um, but it is um, even now when I you know I I see a lot of um, graphic designers sort of trying to be different and they're kind of I can see what they're trying to do but it's still not quite on the on the ball you know it's not they're not quite got the idea that you just have to be your own niche you have to like obviously you have to choose a niche because you have to choose an industry that that you are passionate about and you have to choose something obviously I'm passionate about helping designers because I struggled for years and I understand what it's like um, so I'm really passionate about helping people so they don't have to struggle. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, for you, what would, what would be a good, um, industry for you? Um, well, like my last clients were in the personal development industry and I, I really loved working with them. Mm -hmm. Um, I'd love to work with coaches along those lines because I like, I too am an aspiring coach in many ways and I love working with these with these kinds of people because they're usually so grateful and positive and they usually like yourself they just want to help people they want to yeah. take the struggle out of the business or out of life out of just everything they want to they have answers for you and or they ask the right questions i should say yeah. uh, so yeah those kind of that kind of niche would probably be where i'd, I'd like to work but as yeah. well but it's really doing a bit of research and um, working out what those kind of people do call themselves. Um, I would start there, you know, have a look at the, I mean, start with the person you've already worked with um, and really dive into everything that they talk about and see if you can clarify, you know, some maybe main things that they talk about and um, the main things, that, how they describe themselves. Um, and like their target market and it just kind of helps you helps you kind of clarify things for yourself as well um but yeah it is about research and it's about i mean i i've got a whole process that i help people through to to work this out but so it's hard for me to just tell you straight away how to do it because it's like a it does take a bit of time um and it's you know it takes a bit of brainstorming so <laughs> um, yeah. <laughs> yeah so um but yeah obviously if you if you do want help, obviously I can help you another time. But I hope that's given you a few tips. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, give it open been... drive a little bit to kind of what <laughs> what really works. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, you're 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 hitting on some good points, and you're right with like as a logo and brand identity designer, it's it's you feel and when you see there's so many other logo designers, brand identity designers, it's there really is that it's almost like a power struggle to stand out to, yeah. to find something that you're mm. unique and um, i'm trying to just focus on myself a lot and what makes me unique mm. and trying to bring that to the front yeah. just like be honest and be open yeah but these points definitely will help so thank you so much for uh, for, for those you're very welcome you're very welcome <laughs> so um i just want i just had something come to mind uh just as a bit of an example really um so 
you know like you know like taxi um in the taxi industry there's there was like a theme for a while of like yellow taxis and then obviously in london there's like black taxis and um that became like a real kind of trend didn't it and then all of a sudden uber comes along and changes mm. everything for the taxi industry because it's like um they're, they're, the level of service just is just like first class isn't it and it yeah. kind of blasts every other taxi driver out of the <laughs> out of the marketplace <laughs> and that's kind of what you need to do does that make sense it does i mean we don't have uber over here but <laughs> <laughs> do, do you know what uber is do you know do you know what i, I mean? do no i do I I, I I know exactly what it is we yeah we have it in some respect but uh no i, I totally understand what you mean yeah so we, yeah i mean uber is about um is about first class service for people that want taxis like right now so you you mm. order it online which is great so you'd have to normally for a taxi you'd have to ring up spend ages trying to get through on the phone and <laughs> uh trying to get a taxi and then you you kind of fingers crossed whether they'd actually turn up or not that's like a normal yeah. taxi <laughs> but uber <Wow. laughs> yeah uber is totally different and obviously if you're going on holiday and you're trying to catch a plane you're like i always mm. i always used to be like oh my god are they actually going to come are we going to miss our flight <laughs> So, you know, Uber is like first class taxi service. So you order it online and pay for it online. So you don't have to like worry about cash and that kind of stuff um, yeah. and paying the driver and whether they're going to charge you too much at the end of the journey. Cause sometimes they try and rip you off, you know, oh, yeah. <laughs> all these different things that they've managed to totally eliminate all these problems that they've totally managed to eliminate and made the service really smooth and and efficient and that's kind of what you need to do in your business so i just thought it was a good yeah. example <laughs> this is a good example no smooth and efficient I like that yeah. yeah definitely and totally unique you know it's a totally unique way of of um doing your business and it highlights the things that you're really good at it highlights um how you're so different from everybody else and and why you're such um a better choice really for your clients <laughs> yeah no um the other thing I'd like to talk a little bit more about would be like imposter syndrome and um, this feeling of not being good enough is something that I've been thinking about a lot lately. Mm -hmm. um, because for the last two years I've also been on a journey of personal development and I've been working on myself so much. And I was only thinking last night, like what makes what makes you a graphic designer? Like, is it experience? Is it um, your skill level? Uh, is it knowledge, you know, your education? And I was like, it's, it's none of those things. Why? I think it makes you a graphic designer when you make the decision and say, hey, I'm going to, I'm a, I'm a graphic designer. So, yeah, you no, know, because it doesn't matter your level of skill, experience, whether you have education or not. You're a graphic designer if you've started and you're working on improving yourself. Like, you know, just. Just keep working keep moving you're a graphic designer and don't let anybody else say you're not yeah absolutely and i think um i think it's really common that a lot of people worry about you know are they good enough and all that kind of thing and and i've definitely been through that um and i've do you know what most people i talk to have exactly the same fears about that and worries about it and it's just whether they're open enough to actually admit it or not <laughs> um you know we're, we're actually all more 
alike than than most people realize you know most people are have got exactly the same worries and fears and struggles it's just some people just don't like to talk about it and some people are, are a lot more kind of like you know this is how i'm feeling right now and and that's really good because it sh it sh shows to everyone else in the world you know that that it is okay to feel like that and and it's just that you're on this journey and you're gonna start to um start to realize that you are good enough because look at all this amazing stuff you're doing you know look at the evidence mm -hmm. <laughs> um and that yeah. that's really going to grow your confidence yeah and there's so much more about people than just being a designer because before you were a designer you were so much more more mm -hmm. you were a sister your brother maybe you know son daughter you're a friend your teammate you're you have you're funny you're, you're a good listener you're so much more attributes there's so much more to you than just I'm a designer and we can often let our designer selves get hurt and when it gets hurt then we get hurt and it's yeah. like you have to try and have some degree of separation between because your work is probably going to be criticized you might fail at some point mm. so if there's not that level of separation not your designer self will get hurt but you'll get hurt as well so try and have that level of degree of separation that's what's something just something that i've learned or tried to implement in my life sometimes it's easier sometimes it's harder mm, yeah yeah definitely that's great advice and i think it's really really key for designers because i think i mean it's just the industry that that uh, that we're all in you know that um mm that we do get our work criticised a lot from people because people are very picky or they've just got different ideas about what looks good. You know, it's very subjective. So, it's um, so subjective. Yeah, and, and it's, it can make you feel like, oh God, I'm rubbish. You know, I've, I've felt like that so many times in the past. Um, when, same here. Yeah, and then when you look at your, you know, after you've maybe taken a break from it and you look back at, at everything you've been doing, you're like, wow, actually, this is really good. I wasn't, you know, I was a really good designer. <laughs> <laughs> it's just you know you sometimes you do let things get to you and i definitely used to do that i used to yeah i definitely used to take it a bit too personally when i was younger i think as i've got older i found it easier not to take things personally and um you know i, I let things just go over my head i actually visualize any negativity going over my head <laughs> <Nice>. <laughs> rather than absorbing it <laughs> yeah no that's the way to do it mm, <laughs> cool well thank you very much um really useful stuff today um and i'm yeah, sure no, thank you. a lot of people um around the world that's the idea so we want to help lots so. of designers people that are um you know trying to build their own business have their own dream and um and yeah it's exciting yeah, even though obviously there's a lot of struggle in the world at the moment there's also a lot of new exciting things happening and um, it really is just what direction you're looking in. So, you know, stay positive and, and keep moving forwards. Um, just want to say that Absolutely. for everyone. <laughs> yeah, no, definitely. Cool, definitely. excellent. Thanks very much then. Thank you. <laughs> Take care. Bye.